welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, uh, everyone, the show almost didn't happen this week because we've been so busy taking BuzzFeed quizzes. (laughs) (laughs) We we almost forgot to record. I just needed to We sat down. (laughs) We sat down. We talked about the show. And then we all got distracted. (laughs) Well, I I had the startling revelation today because uh, Riley told me that she took a quiz to find out what Spice Girl she was, and she found out she was Baby Spice, and she thought that suited her. And I was like, well, I got to know which one I am. And I kind of assumed maybe Ginger, possibly Scary, and I also got Baby Spice, and I felt very confused about, like, (laughs) who I am and my understanding of myself. And the Spice Girls. And the Spice Girls. Yeah, I got Sporty Spice, but I feel like I'm okay with that. Like, I would would have been, like, psyched to get a Scary or a Ginger, because I think we could all agree those are the ones you want to be. Like, those are the cool ones. But (laughs) I I get Sporty. Like, I get it. I've worn some dark pants in my day. I like my (laughs) midriff. (laughs) <laughs> I think Sporty's a good one and I mean there's nothing wrong with being a baby spice it just isn't congruent with who I thought I was I feel like yeah, I'm that's... fine with baby spice I feel like that's probably probably about right <laughs> what kind of deep inner nature um, did this reveal about you Sid that it, it pulled out baby spice from you I don't know that I'm much more like Riley than I realized and I then it was re- uh, re- revealed later that you were even more like Riley than you thought mm-hmm. when we took a quiz to find out which Powerpuff girl you were <laughs> And I have long assumed that the three of us are very similar to the three Powerpuff Girls, I being Bubbles, Sydney being Blossom, and Taylor being Buttercup. Uh, but turns out I am Bubbles as thought, but Sydney is also Bubbles. <laughs> Maybe I just want to be a cool teen like you, and so I'm trying to emulate you. Guys, you. you guys are just super similar. Maybe like maybe that's it. And then didn't you find out you're also a Ravenclaw? Like I okay. Like I I'm gonna dispute this forever. I, every quiz, I even the Pottermore quiz told me I was a Gryffindor, and then that Time Magazine came out with that quiz, and I took it, and it said I was a Ravenclaw, mostly, like, the Gryffindor was close, but it said I was a Ravenclaw, and that, I'm, nothing wrong with that, it just totally, like, it, I'm, I don't know who I am, I guess, You're I me. don't know who I am anymore. You're me. <laughs> I've, I've lost all sense of what Sydney is, or, or who she could be, or her place. Hey. Hey, just look across this table. Hey, it's me. Hello. <laughs> That's who you are now. I, I, mean, I mean, I am. I'm feeling very sleepy. I guess I am getting <laughs> sleepier. You know, I think I think we maybe can maybe question the the scientificness of a lot of these quizzes because I do remember that one of the first questions on the Spice Girl quiz was you just chose a word, and those <laughs> words were like yeah. cowabunga, loofah. <laughs> Dingus? <laughs> like, I don't know what, like, deep Freudian psychology. I, I picked dingus, by the way. I don't know what that means. <laughs> or poinsettia. Poinsettia was one, too. Like, I don't know what these words are, but if, depending on which one you pick, that's your Spice Girl. So maybe it's not that you don't judge yourself too harshly, Sid. Like, I don't know how solid this science is. That, that, that's fair, because I also found a BuzzFeed quiz. I think it's my favorite ever, which was... <laughs> Based on, we're going to ask you some questions about donuts, and based on your answers, we'll tell you if you're Harry, Ron, or Hermione. Well, who did you get? Well, I was Harry Potter, 
which I don't I don't really have like a I didn't have like a preconceived notion of which one of the three I was. But uh, like the reasons that it gave me for being Harry Potter were like you're courageous and brave and loyal and because you like these kinds of donuts right because because i prefer (laughs) custard filling (laughs) because the donut that's behind some giant monster or something like was that enough i don't don't know like one was like which of these instagram pictures of in peril i don't know (laughs) one was like which of these instagram pictures of donuts do you like the best and i was like well this one has this is look like voodoo donuts. They've got all toppings. I like these. Ooh, like how is that like Harry Potter? Well, I don't know. I, I apparently took the companion quiz where it was which Harry Potter character are you based on the coffee you like to drink. And I'm Dumbledore because I like my wisdom is beyond my years. And so is my taste in coffee. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, took a, I took a quiz to find out which dessert matches my personality. And in case you're wondering, I am a donut. Which is, do you feel like a donut? I don't even like donuts, which I don't know what that says about me. Well, it says you're not very bright. Whoa. <laughs> hey, now. Whoa, now. Donuts can mean. be very sophisticated. I just don't know why you wouldn't like donuts. They're delicious. I don't understand this about you. Uh, How can just, we be alike? <laughs> they're too sweet and too doughy for me to eat a whole donut. Like, give me one donut hole and I can probably eat it. But give me more than one. I'm just like, ugh. This is too much. This is supposed to be breakfast? I'm supposed to wake up and start my day with a gross-feeling tummy full of dough and sugar? <laughs> that sounds like a perfect way to start your day. No, because no, you do that, then you go take a nap, and then you wake up, and that's an <laughs> even better day. Uh, this is just an aside, but seeing as how we three ladies will be sharing a trip to King's Island in the near future, as a vegan, I looked up some food options just to make sure that, like, oh, I was curious, like, eh, King's Island, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I didn't discover much to help me. But I did discover that there is a booth that does a donut grilled cheese, which is exactly what you think it is. It's a donut cut <gasps> in half with cheese in the middle, and then they grill it. So They do that at King's Island? <laughs> they do that. I would try that. I, will, I don't I like donuts, and I will this. try that. I will be eating this this weekend. <laughs> so you can For sure. make all your donut fantasies, Harry Potter donut fantasies, come true. I, I think it's fair to say, I used to, this is it. Uh, Riley, this is an inappropriate joke about donuts, and I hope it's not too racy for you. Woo-hoo! I thought uh, I was safe. Inappropriate I, I, joke time <laughs> about <with> Sydney. <laughs> Justin and I always used to say that donuts were sort of like unprotected sex, where before the donut, it seems like a really great idea, and you feel like this is going to be fine, and then right after the donut, you go oh no, what did I do? This was a terrible idea. What have I done? Why didn't I know? Why didn't I know better? So I can see, I can see not being a fan of eating a donut first thing in the morning. I tuned out most of that joke just because I didn't (laughs) want to have to listen. I like the joke. Sorry. Also, also don't have unprotected sex. Whoa. What what was the joke? (laughs) Well, just, that was my little side note. There's my public service announcement for the day. Okay. Protect Hmm. yourself out there, kids. Can we be done talking about this now? Uh, Riley, (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop talking about this, but I'm going to make you tell us about something. Another safety concern that I have. Wait, wait, sorry. Donut have unprotected sex. Go ahead. Hey. I like that. (laughs) You know who's going to like that one? Dad. Dad. (laughs) Please put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. No, no. Like no do donut, not do that. Like smiling. 
Could it be like holding a condom? Yes, no. smiling. Absolutely. It could be a donut holding hands with a condom. It's also smiling. If you make this the next piece of merchandise that we produce, <laughs> I'm leaving. And it could also just be you giving bad advice to a donut. Hey, donut, have unprotected sex. <laughs> no, sorry, donut. <laughs> sorry, donut. I'm sorry to all donuts. This has been very unfair to donuts in general. Let's move on. I know. We have been very sensitive to donuts. Uh, no, we typically on this show, we we pick a topic that we can talk about that is something that kind of exists now and then, and we can kind of compare and contrast. Please continue explaining the entire premise of no, our show. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but <laughs> something, I noticed something on Facebook. I actually, it was like a post I saw on Facebook that someone, I don't remember who, somebody else I know reposted. I didn't know the person who actually made the little video. And it was like a very upset mom who was like look at this on my daughter's phone look at this and it was a teenage daughter explaining uh something that had popped up on her phone to her mother and then the mother kind of like looking at the camera like this is what's going on with your children like check their phones aren't you terrified and usually I think that those are a little dramatic and I actually was terrified after I watched this Facebook video uh-huh <laughs> uh because it was about something called snap maps Yes. Snap map. Is it snap map? I think map singular. 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 So, Riley, could you this so for this episode? This is more of like a teen tech update. <laughs> Here's a teen tech update for all you not teens. Here you go. Yeah. Tell tell us about snap map. So basically, <laughs> it was uh, an update to Snapchat that was most recently added in the most recent update of snapchat like about a week or so ago maybe two weeks oh, ago so really recent yeah like it's oh. super recent like a week or two ago so we're right on that trend wow i assumed that i was behind no. i assumed <laughs> that this is like something that's been going on for six months well no, we're right on that trend time. yeah so <laughs> basically true, it's true. two years old um, yeah <laughs> but uh Basically, it's where on your main screen of Snapchat, you can create a little bitmoji character that makes you like a little cartoon character that you can like send funny pictures of on your Snapchats. And if you zoom out on your main screen of your Snapchat, it'll have a little map of like your actual area, like in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll have your little bitmoji character, like a little cartoon version of yourself standing exactly where you are. And all of your friends' bitmoji characters standing exactly where they are on this large geographic map of the entire world. Now... Was this something that, like, you got an alert on your phone, like, Snap Map feature now enabled, your friends will know where you are at all times, please go here if you would like to disable this feature, something like that? No. Um, my phone does not automatically update just because sometimes I like my apps the way they are and I don't want to update them because I don't want to mess up the formats I've gotten used to. So like Twitter, I understand there's a new update with that is confusing. I, I don't understand it at all. It's frustrated me to no end. My Twitter is now, yes. It's I a, have not updated yes. it because I, did, I don't want that. So I decided against it. Smart move. So that's why I don't automatically update my apps. So I can know what's going on in each update because when I go to update it, I actually read about what's going on so I can know whether I want it or not. Um, so I read about the snap update before I installed it. And it told me that there was a map function. So I updated it just because it was like I was updating most of my apps except for Twitter. Never going to update Twitter. Um, 
and as soon as I installed it, I realized I wanted to turn it off. So I had to go to settings and turn on ghost mode uh, so that I can see where all my friends' locations are still, but none of them can see where I am. But like if I wouldn't have read the update and it would have just automatically updated, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have told me like, hey, this is on here now. So do you so people think can... that every... Hmm? Go ahead, Tay. Yeah. No, I I was just going to clarify. People can see ex- your exact location at at all times if you have that mode it's, on. It's not like exact. Like it doesn't show like street number or like anything like that, but it has like a general area like specific enough to where you could tell if someone is like downtown all in one area together like at the movies or specific enough to tell like the all these people are at the park but no like specific house number or address or anything it's not like google maps specific it's more like few mile radius specific like if you're at the mall they would know you're at the mall yeah just not not what mm. store you're in or something yeah. mm. or like if you're like across the street from the mall at a restaurant or actually in the mall just that kind of area um do do you think like your friends who have this because you showed me before we started recording that you can see all your friends Mm -hmm. do they know are they or did they just like clip like they just automatically update their phone so it's on there now do you think there are people who just have this on their phone they're now visible to all their friends and they have no idea i think most people because you can only see someone on the snap map if they've updated it to where they also have it so it's not like someone could have not updated their app and you can see where they are and they have no idea that it exists um but i think most people it's become a lot of people have been tweeting about it and Instagram, not Instagramming, that's not a place to do that. We've talked about this before. You don't talk about things like that on Instagram, but like tweeting about it or Facebooking about it. Um, Wait, why wouldn't you talk about things like that on Instagram? Because it's not your place to talk about like what's going on with your life. It's just a place to share cute pictures of yourself. Oh, okay. And you can only post okay. one picture a day, Sydney- right? Yes, thank you. Oh, Taylor. Okay, so you wouldn't want to waste that. For being one sister on this podcast who listens to what I talk about. No, I, I understand what you talk about. I guess... I, We've I guess, done like three episodes on this. I know. I guess I was just thinking like, why couldn't you Instagram like a picture of the map and be like... You don't Instagram screenshots up. from your phone? I don't know. What, okay, because you only get one a day, so you want to make it something Yeah, adorable. that's going to get in all the likes. Okay. But what if you have Fair a really enough. charming conversation with one of your friends, as an example? That goes Not on Twitter. Like a, uh, I need a hierarchy of, like, how relevant information is and then, like, how many times you can post on different... Can you make that? Like, is it a flow chart? I, I need like to a make, a like, a dichotomous key for, like, classifying each type of media you want to post to show you need, where it should fit. Oh yeah, like, frequency and relevancy. Like, how deep can I get... How how often can I post? Just just help me out because I think I do it wrong sometimes. All right, no, let's let's talk about that because I I bet that that's like you know, you know, we well, talked about that before, but not in depth. My my understanding is that you don't put anything on Facebook because none of you teens are there. Yes, the only thing I use Facebook for anymore is our theater group that tells us like about shows and rehearsals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. So Facebook's out. Yes. Twitter is for nearly everything. I'd say it's my most used social media just because you can like tweet at people. You can tweet little specific things. You can put pictures on there that like if you want to post multiple pictures on Instagram, but you can only post one, but you have a bunch you liked, but these are like your second favorite. Like 
for example, from the show I was in, I wanted to post like six pictures all at once, but then I had my one favorite, so I posted my one favorite and posted the others on Twitter. Um, things like that, or like a screenshot of like a conversation, like a conversation you have with someone in person, um, something like that you could post on there about the snap map if you want to screenshot your snap map or something like that mm-hmm. or say something about it. And Instagram is just for like the best pictures. The ones that have elevated themselves to art. The ones that have elevated themselves to art and also, you know, rake in all them likes. Well, so what if somebody is posting too frequently on Instagram? Like, is that a faux pas that you, like, hold people accountable for? Like, how is that? Honestly, I know what you mean. Um, And honestly, for me, I don't care if people post multiple times a day. And when I'm saying these rules, this is going to make me sound like a terrible person saying all these rules to all of you who are using social media if you're not, like, doing it exactly the way that teens say you should do it. I don't care. Do whatever you want on social media. It's your social media. This is just, like, this is my disclaimer. This is what the general accepted use of social media is amongst my generation. So will people, like, make fun of you or? No, I've just always found, because I've posted multiple times in one day before, um, not frequently, but I have once or twice that you just don't get as many likes. Ah, because now Instagram has changed its format to where you don't go when you're scrolling through your feed. It doesn't go in order of like chronological order. Oh, it does. It goes in order of like right. popularity. So you could be seeing oh. a post at the top of your feed that's from like a day ago that has hundreds of likes, and then scroll down and like ten posts down, you'll see one from five minutes ago that has like ten. Ah. Right. So it changed its format so where you don't see the most recent ones anymore first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Fair it's enough. harder to get as many likes, honestly, just because when you update your feed, you're always getting something different almost just because it's updating it to what's becoming most popular among the people you follow instead of updating it to what was just most recently posted. Which is similar. Like, I know Twitter has changed somewhat. It's still chronological, but then also stuff gets... It has, like, the in case you missed it the, section yeah. that's, like, from hours ago, but it's all the most popular stuff from people you follow from a it, few hours ago. Yeah. Um, or people you interact with most that it thinks tweets you'd want to see. That's very confusing for mm-hmm. me. I use Twitter mainly for um, complaining about healthcare legislation that I think is wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's... I think that's the main thing I do with Twitter. Right. <laughs> so this is confusing for me. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of like, like a number one example of something that would fit into each social media. Like, okay, um, you have a funny conversation with your friend over text, or you see something funny that you want to take a picture of, or uh, you screenshot like something that made you angry, or you want to like complain about something. Twitter. Twitter has a very broad range of uses. Which is funny because I would have thought Facebook. Like, those are all things that I think were... I guess you could apply those to Facebook, but just not Facebook for my cool. generation almost. Yeah, like, that's th- almost your generation yeah. of Facebook. That would be the uses, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say Twitter has the... Like, there are pictures I've posted on Instagram before that I've also posted on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I can post multiple, which I know you can now post multiple on Instagram, but I also don't know how I feel about that because only one of them shows up, like, right. on your feed. If you're scrolling through someone's profile, you can only see the first one. So it's like the other ones are kind of hidden. Um, but hmm. Instagram would be like, you go out and take a bunch of pictures with your friends and you're wearing, like, a cute outfit. 
right. and you look really good in it, and you come up with some clever, witty caption. Now, how how will people use this? I know that this is not about like posting pictures and stuff, but how are people? Do you think your friends are going to make use of this new feature, Snap Map? I don't know what the point of it is. Like, I want someone to explain to me what the point was for an app that's just all about like. Because, I mean, when you think about it, Snapchat, really, it already tells you where someone's location is based on their story. Right. Because someone's posting something that's happened to them within the past 24 hours. So if you're watching their most recent story they posted 30 seconds ago, and you see they're at, like, the park, you know they're at the park 30 seconds ago. Well, I, but, like, the, the difference is, like, when you do that, you're making the choice to show people where you are. Right. When you allow people, when you allow Twitter to post your location, which it can, when you allow Facebook to post your location, which it can, mm-hmm. like, you're making the choice to share your location at that moment. Right. Um, I mean, I, it's not hard to, I've, I've never done it, so, like, now, I know it's not hard to right. opt out of it because it's not something that I do. Yeah. Uh, when you drop a pin and tell people where you are, like you're doing that intentionally. Yeah. I think the difference is that this is not, it's, it's now intentional yeah. in the sense that you didn't opt out of it, but it's not intent. Like you don't necessarily want people to know where you are all the time. So maybe you're just not thinking about who's looking at you at any right. given moment. That's where I could see the point of this, not the point of it almost, but like the intent behind creating it. Because on Instagram, I don't know if you all know this or not, but it will sometimes tag your pictures and you can go to your profile and see a map of all your pictures. Mm -hmm. So it'll show you like, here's all the pictures you've taken in this one city and Mm -hmm. posted. Here's all the pictures you posted in this one area or this one place. And I can see that almost because you're posting these pictures. Someone could probably tell where you are anyways. Um, And I guess I could see where if someone is posting stories, it could show you on a map like where the story was if that makes sense like someone's Mm -hmm. on vacations like they post a story here and it shows you on your little snap map that they're in like new york or the beach or something Mm -hmm. like that like i guess that makes sense but it would only show you the location for the length of the story um but i don't get to where like if someone doesn't post anything on snapchat in weeks or months or like never uses snapchat anymore it would still show you their location all the time i i don't know it i don't know the purpose of it except for to let teenagers i mean i know anybody can use it but teens are teens using this technology to let teenagers look and see that all their friends are hanging out without them yeah which like snapchat does anyways again if well no (laughs) i'm serious think about it if you have six if you have six friends who are all at the same party and they all post the same snapchat story at the same exact time of the same thing that happened or the same person like they're all together and you know they're without you you don't need to look at the map to know that well, hmm. it's different if someone posts an Instagram picture a few days later and you're like, oh, that person was at this thing at some time that is unknown. I, I don't know. I, I See, I'm baffled as to why this exists because it just sounds, to me, it's very unsettling. Yes. As a, like, as a parent, I don't have a teenager yet, but I certainly don't want Charlie having a device that her friends can access and know exactly well not exactly but pretty much where she is at any given time and her friends being defined as anybody that she has made friends with on a social media app yeah because sometimes they're not you know what it irl friends <laughs> there you go well um I, it, no go ahead that's it's, it's just kind of interesting because the only parallels i know for this i don't do the snapchats but like <laughs> there are certain dating apps that will show you people closer to you and give you where people are which i find horrifying like i don't for one i don't think a qualification of getting to know someone is like how close are you right now to me like 
<laughs> How many miles away are you? <laughs> Deal breaker, are you within five minutes? Like, that's not, that's not me. That's some people and that's cool, but that's not me. But then the other one is like the find your phone thing, which, you know, we've all heard those horror stories on like the news of like, it's, it seems great until you're like, oh no, my phone has clearly been taken by someone that would steal my phone and now it's at their house. What do I do? Like, I don't like this technology seems to have some, even when they're, kind of understood implications or uses they're pretty scary in practice like for for the age demographic that uses snapchat it seems particularly horrifying to me yeah no definitely i agree i agree um again i just like i don't i don't get it like when i go on instagram and i look at like my map of pictures i posted it's interesting Mm -hmm. for me to see like oh look at all these pictures i took while i was at the beach a few years ago and like they're all on this map in this one location or like these are from multiple trips a few years apart but they're all the same place like that's very cool to look at and i chose to put these on instagram and recognize that it would tag my location Mm -hmm. and i'm aware of that and their pictures i also knew i was posting a specific time that wasn't necessarily right when i was there like Mm -hmm. i didn't post it the minute I was there, I could have posted it from a few weeks ago. Sure. But it's just, I don't, I mean, I don't post things on Snapchat that often. And I have people who have friended me on Snapchat um, because of the show. Because mm-hmm. I made a few months ago, I don't know if you all remember, we did our Candle Nights show. Yeah. We did Snapchat. Yeah. I yeah. put out my Snapchat for people to add me so they could see the pictures we posted on my story. And I have mine set up to where everyone who friends me can see my stories. But I won't see theirs unless I friend them back. Mm-hmm. So basically all these people that have friended me because of the show which it may be some of you that are listening um if they have their snap map turned on i can see on my snap map where all these people that i have no idea who they are where they are all the time they can't see me because i have mine turned off um but i can see people that i have no idea who you are but you friended me because of the show and i can see your location which like i promise i'm not a stalker or a serial killer (laughs) but if i was that would be terrifying for you (laughs) well well, i mean that's what that's i've never really i was always one of those people like who was late to think about things like that like kind of naive not so much about this this seems Mm -hmm. like an obviously bad idea but like i remember somebody telling me once you know you should stop posting pictures of yourself on vacation on facebook because it's like a big red flag saying i'm not at my house come rob me and i had never really considered that like oh well, that's a good point. I yeah. guess, you know what? I guess maybe I shouldn't do that. So, I mean, I'm not the first person to think about these kinds of things, but this one just seems so obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, what I, I guess there's kind of a, a wider implication, Riley, and this is something that, I don't know, I think Sydney's and my generation was starting to experience, but we kind of dodged it, but it's all on you guys. And that's like the inability to be anonymous. I feel like mm-hmm. we leave such a an imprint now where we are, what we do, what we say, who we're friends with. Like there's an identity that represents you on the internet that is you to a certain ex- extent, but it's not. Like that I don't know, like that's a concept that you're growing up with that to me still kind of keeps me like wanting to keep the whole internet at arm's length. Mhm. Mhm. No, I know what you mean. I like I I don't know. I like social media because, well, I mean, I'm a teen. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I like being able to like share pictures that I like of myself or like share pictures of something I'm involved in. Like I like being able to share these with people and say, look at this cool thing I'm doing. And like, obviously what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. wouldn't exist basically if there wasn't social media. Sure. Um, 
and I think it's a great tool when you use it correctly. But I just think it's it, it's scary to me. I have to think a lot about what I post and when I post it or turning on location for certain things because I know there have been times where Twitter, it's like it'll update and it'll reset some of my settings to where it'll go and start tagging my location on tweets. And I have to automatically go back and be like, I did not want it at my location. Like anyone who listened to this podcast knows I live in Huntington, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know if I go somewhere on a trip and it tells you like, hey, now I'm in Cincinnati. I'm not at my house. <laughs> well, and I mean, the scarier thing is like technology that's going to, again, and I'm kind of talking from like a parent perspective. Um, I would love the idea of something like, uh, like as a mom, something like find my friends for my kid. Right. Where, mom uses it for me. <laughs> right. I can force my child to say, listen, if you want to drive your car around on your own, like a, like a big girl or boy, <laughs> if you want to drive around like a grown up, you're going to turn this on your phone. And I'm going to know where you are all the time yeah. because that way, if you don't come home when you're supposed to, or if I call and you don't answer, I can check and make sure you're safe. Yeah. And that would be my whole reason. The last thing I would want is anyone else to have access to that information right. because you are out on your own sometimes. You are going to stores or fast food places or, you know, the mall or whatever you're doing by yourself. You're out driving places at night by yourself. I don't, I mean, like who wants random people to have access to mm-hmm. that information at, I mean in real time yeah. at the moment and nothing on technology is like completely secret or safe like there's always a way someone can figure out how to get into your phone or get into your accounts mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure there's some way someone can get into your find my friends account I mean all you need is a login to your find my friends and yeah. automatically it'll tell you where all your friends are that have accepted your location where all of them are there's some way to do that that people who are smart enough figure it out like anything you share on through technology is always open to someone else having it well and i don't know about anybody else but i constantly have a broken cell phone like i always have the spider-man edition cracked screen (laughs) uh and and i also usually keep my phone in my back pocket more so than butt dialing my phone has turned on my location on people like random people in my address book before i look like why am i sharing uh-huh. where i am with like a co-worker from four four years ago like why am i doing that like, <laughs> but that no longer the scariest thing but telling people where you are physically at the moment it's <laughs> <laughs> but telling people where you physically are at the I moment want you to know exactly. where I am, but my butt definitely does <laughs> It's also ordered cars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's really terrifying because, I mean, I don't know. I I just don't. I it. There's something about this. We have forced kind of uh, all of us, but more so your generation because you've grown up with it. To like you were already saying, Taylor, to kind of live constantly under the watch of everybody else like everything you do is being broadcast usually by yourself but also by your friends right you know on social media um and i think that on one hand it creates this sense that like you have no privacy nothing that you do is like you said you nothing you can't keep anything secret everything is open for everybody to see all the time um but i think it also demands that you continue to be a part of it because mm-hmm. that is the community now. Right. I mean, I definitely get what you're saying because I think about like I meet someone new at school 
that's like new there that year or that I have a class with I've never talked to before I'm going to be honest one of the first things I do when I meet someone whether it's at school or whether it's through like theater I look them up on Instagram and Twitter like I wonder if this person has an account like one I'll follow them if they do because now we're friends and now Mm -hmm. I know this person two I kind of want to know what this person like you know what are they into what do they do and if that makes me creepy I guarantee most people do that also I don't know if you all have ever done that before but like you meet someone for the first time and you're like I'm either going to friend this person on Facebook or I'm going to follow them on Instagram um I guarantee you more people do it on my generation than will say they do. I'll gladly admit it. If I meet you in person, I think you're cool. I'll look you up on Instagram. See, that's, that, that is interesting. Cause I would say it's rare that I do that unless like I've met somebody and like, I know, you know, this is a friend's new girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. And so like, they're going to be a sustained part of my life. Right. Like I would go through the, I would go right. through the effort of like friending them or something, but just typically random people that I meet that are new, I wouldn't seek out on social media to friend um i but i mean i would i wouldn't think about it you know taylor do you do that i don't personally do that but i've worked at places in the past where like bosses will pull up people's social media from applications to Mm -hmm. so you know like you're whatever you put out there you can't assume you can't assume you can control who or how it gets judged um Mm -hmm. yeah and that's i don't know i guess that's that's kind of the that's the scary thing to me it's like you know, you, you throw up a random tweet, you post a random picture, you don't connect the dots into saying, this is me, this is just fun things I do. But that the rest of the world has this weird filter where it's seeing this as you. It's This is the this is the inside intel they're getting on you. It's not you as a person. Like you just said, yeah. you meet somebody, you don't know them, you're going to go to their social media to try to figure out things about them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's So that's you more than what someone's going to invest in getting to know you, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, even you were talking about you kind of have to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. It also, to me, says something about a person if I look them up on social media and they don't exist on social media, Mm -hmm. like they don't have an Instagram or a Twitter, Um, especially not someone who's of your all's generation necessarily, like someone I meet through theater who's like an adult. I'm like, okay, that's normal. But someone Mm -hmm. who like is my age that I go to school with. um, But if they have an account, they haven't posted something in like years or if that is a certain type of person to me, or if they have something and they're posting a lot of things that I personally don't agree with, then I, I'm going to be real. I'm more on, I'm more likely to like not want to associate with that person. Like I'll meet someone through school, through friends and I'll look on their Twitter and they're posting a lot of like offensive things or things I just personally don't also believe. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, never mind. I was even, I was watching some horrible teen movie that, like Riley, you probably have heard of or will eventually hear of. It's the, like you get me. It's a Netflix horror movie, um, uh-huh. and there was a plot point that was legitimately that this girl that everybody was suspicious about didn't have a social media background, and that was a that was a scary plot point about somebody like to be a teen in your dream. <laughs> yeah. Or like on Catfish, whenever they're trying to prove people are real, if it's if somebody's not updating or on various platforms it's kind of immediately assumed they're not a real person that's a that's a weird mm-hmm. thing that we do now yeah and i mean it being like involved in a horror movie obviously is an exaggeration but like yeah if i look someone up on social media i see they don't exist i'm like there has to be a reason this person doesn't have <laughs> social media there's not never like there has to be a reason this person has such an updated instagram account like I, I just think like oh yeah they're on instagram like no there has to be a reason this person doesn't have an instagram account like what are they trying to hide what do they not want to share with the rest of the world and you know i think 
we, we're talking a lot about the negatives of this and I, I was trying to think like is there a positive side to this because I don't want to I don't want to be so old that I can't that I just <laughs> reject new technology <laughs> outright the snap map thing I still don't have anything I for. don't have any positive no, I, I don't have any positives for that map <laughs> but but for this concept of kind of living constantly under the public eye like seeing other people all the time I will say this I was trying to think you know when we were teenagers how did I know where my friends were what was happening what was the what get together what party what was the plan what were the weekend whatever the way that I would know is if I knew somebody would tell me or call me or I'd they'd tell me at school before the weekend or whatever Mm -hmm. um, because we weren't I mean this was before texting so if you were going to find out you either had to be told or make the effort of picking up a telephone dialing a number and cold calling somebody who you thought was in the know and asking what's the party spot yeah and (laughs) hoping that then one they would know and two they would tell you yeah because you're cool enough to get to go and that's like that was this huge intimidating thing that left me many weekends sitting at home terrified when I probably could have just at school like the Friday before said hey you guys getting anything this weekend and I I don't think I was such a loser that somebody wouldn't have said yeah we were gonna go whatever you're welcome to come like I probably could have yeah I probably could have but that barrier was so huge to me that I couldn't like in person and on the phone I couldn't cross it if I had had something like a text message or like I don't know snapchat (laughs) or whatever (laughs) something like that that would have been less direct that would have provided me with a little bit of internet cover and I could be a little more bold Mm -hmm. would I have been felt more included would I have found like the little niches that I could belong in the the maybe the like the small collections of people that it's it was harder to coalesce back in the day because you couldn't find your people necessarily but maybe it's easier to find those people now who Mm -hmm. are like-minded and share your your thoughts and your feelings and your interests and I don't know maybe maybe that's easier too I will say about that I feel like uh when there is all of this social media and there's such an open line of communication between you and anyone you know at any point there's more of a pressure to always be going out of your way to become included in things or like invite people to do things or ask if someone wants to do something just because like I know we're halfway through the summer and I've not hung out with anyone from school except for one person uh because i just like and i see them hanging out together on social media all the time Mm -hmm. and i'm not necessarily mad about it just because like i know if i texted them and said hey want to hang out they wouldn't be like no never i don't want to hang out with you they'd be like okay sure when but i like i also am not going out of my way to do that so it's kind of like a two-way street just because yes people are posting about it and doing things but also i'm sure those people have a have talked and asked each other to do things mm-hmm. and it's dangerous because you look online and you see all these people hanging out and you can either get really mad at people and not tell them you're mad at them and they assume there's no reason you're mad at them because they didn't hang out with you mm-hmm. or you can decide like i'm gonna go out of my way to hang out with these people and they will but it's just like having such an open form of uh, communication with all people at all times it's kind of there's a pressure on you to make yourself a presence or else someone else will find someone else to be with hmm. I I do have to say I, I do think the idea of a select group of people knowing where you are at all times 
in Sydney, like you said, like as a mother, like I, I think that idea is great. Like assuming that's a very mm-hmm. select group of people. I mean, this is anecdotal, but I know like a year ago I got dumped and I was out at a bar in the middle of like a neighborhood that's far from where I live. And my best friend, the only person I've chosen with my brain and not my butt to do on find my friends, uh, she <laughs> had my location and I like called her falling apart and like was being dramatic and hung at the phone. She showed up because she could find me. And so I get like having yeah. having people that you trust and that you because we all get to those, you know, we all in, can possibly end up in situations that, you know, it's important that someone can. It's an amazing thing that technology can do where we can locate the people that we need to be able to locate at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a select map of people. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I will admit that Find My Friends, largely for me, tells me how much longer it's going to be till Justin gets back with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that. My that, most recent oh, use of Find My Friends was to locate Dad to see how long it would be before he got back to the house with dinner. Yeah. So And to see, is Mom still at Walmart? Oh my gosh, she's still <laughs> at Walmart. It's been four hours, but she's definitely still there. I, she's going to say, I was only there for a half an hour. I know better now. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there are really practical uses for that kind yeah. of technology. I think the it has to just be willful because uh, our definition of friends on the internet and our definition of friends in real life is not necessarily the same. No, and for sure. there are friends in your real life who you, I, I, I'm sure we all have somebody at least, that we would trust with knowing where we are 24-7. Maybe I we don't even... you all with knowing where I was 24-7. You do? Yeah. Well, I hope so. You, <laughs> You're my sister. You didn't add me on Find My Friends. You're on oh. Find My Friends. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I know where you are. Well, why don't I know where you are? I don't know. Why don't you know where I am? Uh, well, we're going to fix that. <laughs> you deleted the app because you said it took up too much whatever. Dad was complaining about my data. Ah. Uh. But it's back now? It is. Dad got me unlimited data. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get you back, but like I think we all have friends that even if we necessarily don't always want them to know where we are, we wouldn't mind. We'd be fine with it. We'd be comfortable and we trust them. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I know I've had my Instagram account for like 3 years, 4 mm-hmm. years, 4 years probably. Actually, probably longer than that. But there are people I friended then when I was in middle school that I met like once mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm going to follow you on Instagram that a month ago I would have looked at a picture and been like, who is this person? I don't know this person at all. And if that was on Snapchat, which it has been, I friended people on Snapchat that I met once and then all of a sudden they can know where my location is. Like I haven't talked to this person in years and all of a sudden they know where I am all the time. See, and, and I think especially like that is a good example. And then if you start to take this into not just friends, but into the romantic realm, into the dating realm, I mean, I think this gets really it gets really uncomfortable for me the idea that you would just start talking to somebody you would exchange this information Mm -hmm. because that's what you do now you don't give each other your your phone numbers you become snapchat buddies or whatever i don't know whatever you call it buddies exactly snapchat buddies um and so now you have somebody that you barely know who you have this attraction to and maybe share that now knows where you are all the time yeah you've heard scary stories on the news or fiction that like you go on a few dates with someone and you decide like no that's not gonna work out and they get mad and they like you know yeah stalk you or kill you and it's like all of a sudden this person you went on a few dates with you have them on snapchat and you decide not to date them anymore but they're not too happy about that and now look they know exactly where you are all the time (laughs) 
Like, that's terrifying. Right. That's so true. It, it's almost a direct inversion of how, like, we used to meet people. Like, you'd meet someone face-to-face -face first, and then, you know, you'd gradually mm -hmm. learn about that person. You know, where, where that person lives is kind of that last thing that you share. Or, like, you know, you kind of have to be pretty involved with somebody before you're going over to each other's houses. Whereas this, it's like, all in one swoop, you can find out, you know, you can be talking to somebody completely anonymously, and they can know exactly where you are. That's that's terrifying. That yeah. That's so... Yeah, I don't know. And you can know all about a person before you even, like, go on a date with them. Like, know their name and look them up on Instagram or Twitter and know, you know, if they keep up a profile, know everything about them and everything they've done in the past few years. Well, that, and even that, yeah, like, which, you guys are held responsible for who you've been, like, 10, 15 years ago. Like, you you know, like, from your earliest, like, yeah. inst like presence. My old Facebook. You, <laughs> mm. I mean, you look back a few years ago on Facebook, you'll find an album entitled Rachel Berry, a.k.a. me, which is just a bunch of pictures <laughs> of Rachel Berry because I was obsessed with her. <laughs> well, it's like, I got, fa Facebook came a thing when I was in college. That so was like, you know, what was that, two, 2004, I got Facebook. And I was still, like, should not be in control of the identity I will have for the rest of my life at that age. But I was. Like, I can't imagine for you guys growing up with it. Like, that's, the yeah. accountability yeah. goes so deep. It's, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, I was on social media when it, when I was old enough to be, which was when I was in, like, middle school. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, 12. I don't want people seeing all the pictures of what I looked like when I was 12 and all the things I was tweeting about when I was 12. Well, and I would tell you this. You know, I, I know that that is something that more and more like employers are looking at. And like I, I think about where I work, we have a residency program. I, I have never looked at like applicants for our residency program. I've never looked them up on Facebook or Twitter. But I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. I'm mm -hmm. not saying there aren't professors who do, who yeah. program directors who look that kind of stuff up. They're probably out there. Um, so, you know, be careful if, if whatever's on there, you're proud to share with everybody and you're okay with them making decisions about you based on it, that's fine. But I don't know. Like, I, I made some questionable judgment calls in college. Mm -hmm. I don't really want them documented and put on the internet. <laughs> like, I've grown past it and I don't want to be persecuted for them forever. And so, please, you know, I would, I'm not going to post them on my social media to see, let people see for the rest of my life and judge me by yeah. I will say that's one thing this show has kind of helped me with just because I have gained a, a, a few followers on Twitter mm -hmm. and Instagram that are people that I do not know, but the people listen to the show. So they follow. I mean, that's a thing you do. You follow someone on social media if you like what they put out. Um, and I think more about what I post just because I'm like, I realize I am not just posting to people who I know in real life. I'm posting mm -hmm. to people who listen to my show and see me as this person. So that I think about what I post more often. I think, well, that's not really anything that's that important or that's nothing that I want to share with some people that I don't necessarily know. So yeah. I'm just not going to post it. Well, I, it's funny because this, this whole argument almost, it reminds me of a lot of the things I get about my tattoos. And maybe that's a fair parallel. It's like anything you want to put on your skin today, are you okay with it 20 years from now? That's social media. <laughs> like, yep, you, no, that's, that's, so true. that's right. If you will get that, Tasmanian devil today you want that 20 years from now <laughs> and don't then think about it <laughs> I think I think you're absolutely right and I think think about like uh, now when I and I've done this actually for a, a while on social media when I post something I think about whether or not I'd want my patients to see it mm -hmm. because mm. they trust me to be like a professional and take care of them and yeah. there are certain things that 
they probably would not want to see their doctor saying on the internet. And so I try to think about that and think, you know what? I don't need to say that in public. I don't need yeah. to say that on the internet. I'll gripe about that privately to my friends and family, right. but I'm not going to yeah. say that out loud. Um, so, yeah. But I would say this. Uh, if I bet there are people who don't know about this Snap Map thing. If you have Snapchat and it updates and your apps update on their own, check that out. Yeah, because you can turn it off very easily. It's in your settings. It's a thing called ghost mode. You can turn it on and you can still see other people, which I don't necessarily like. I don't ever look at where other people are, mm-hmm. but they can't see you. So. No, Riley just showed me as an example of how it works. Yeah, she's not like she's creeping on people. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I would I would recommend that if you have that have Snapchat, check that out and put yourself in ghost mode. That's really not information you want to share with everybody that you know use find my friends if you want to share that information with select people but not that and i'll and let then, i'll let all of you know that if you've ever friended me on snapchat because of the show i can see where <laughs> you are <laughs> uh, can, can i also and she's not going to do anything with that information <laughs> you create a detailed map of her fan base uh and to, to anybody out there in the tech community <laughs> if you can create some sort of update that makes your phone stop functioning when it's like below your waist or in your back pocket there are a lot of us (laughs) with very social media savvy butts that would appreciate that so just put that that in your ear just putting it out there (laughs) and and that's the same um parents and guardians if you if you have young ones or not so young like riley she's not so young who have uh snapchat or if you don't know if they do i would ask them yeah, I would go figure this out because this is something that, as a parent, I would not want on my kid's phone. Yeah. So there's there. Also, if you We've really want it, good. you can make it so only certain friends can see where you are. There's a selection to make it so you can select the few friends sure. that you want to be able to see where you are. There you go. So, like that's an option, or just like turn it off. Either one. Yeah. And put mm-hmm. your parents on that list. Yeah. <laughs> if they're on Snapchat, like don't like force your parents to get a Snapchat so they can see where your little character version of yourself is all the time. Or your older sister. You're not on Snapchat. I know. Dude, mom and dad would be fix so good on Snapchat. Okay. Get mom oh, and dad on no. Snapchat. That would be great. No. <laughs> I can't. We can't uh, stop it. Mom and dad on social media, that train that train is just rolling. We <laughs> they're headed there someday. Just a dude smurl on Twitter. <laughs> He's taken over. Whoever whoever taught dad that he didn't need to sign off on his text messages, I, I'm angry at you because that was my greatest joy. How are you doing today? Love, Tommy yeah. Smurl. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best messages. No. The, the best, hey, the the best day has come. We got him a computer, so he's going to be able to check his email at home now, so he doesn't have to drive <laughs> to, to work drive to, to work. check his email. <laughs> oh, good. We love you, Dad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sisters, this has been fun and informative. Yeah. And maybe helpful. If you want more teen tech updates, you know, let, let us know. Yeah. And if you ever have any questions um for riley to answer about email us please yeah <laughs> about I mean, like, teenagers we just, like i want to know all your questions about teenagers because sometimes we've done question and answer episodes before mm-hmm. sometimes i just want to answer some questions every now and then once an episode yeah um so email them please we don't get a lot of emails yes please email us still buffering at maximumfun.org we check that email now all three of us have access we can yeah. all check it um 
But email us if you have any questions or comments or topics or just questions for a teen. Yeah. I mean, not like about her personal life, like not, not personal questions. Yeah. Like just about teens, you know. <laughs> or, you know, if you win it, I'm just. Well, okay. That's up to your just discretion. Just don't ask her it where depends she what the is question right is. now. Yeah. There you go. Don't, do <laughs> don't ask me to turn on my snap nap because I won't. Um, we have a resident teen expert for a reason, people. <laughs> Let's utilize her. Um, you can tweet at us at stillbuff uh, and check out maximumfun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts, wonderful shows that we share and network with, and we're so happy to do so. And uh, thank you all for listening, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was... I was... Two. Two. So, <laughs> cut out right there. Music good. Good. Really good. Really good. Somebody write that good, good horror movie about like how somebody's snap map just keeps turning on mysteriously. with Brexit. Have you seen Happy Valley yet? How do British people pronounce Edinburgh, Leicester, or Norwich? Not like that. Are you tired of getting your world news from reliable sources, often with no puns or sexual innuendo? Why was there a butcher's hat haunting Coronation Street? What's Coronation Street, and why is Dave Holmes obsessed with it? International Waters pairs a team of comedians in LA against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture battle royale. Join us once a fortnight to hear the best comedians in the world trade jokes and stories and maybe even learn something at the same time. International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.